0: Today, on the Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. Town Hall, Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger is going to join us in just a couple of seconds here. Uh, and i got a number of things I want to talk to the mayor about, and we will open the lines up for your calls. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the program. Good to have you with us today.
1: Good uh, good to be with you, and uh, it certainly was a wonderful weekend, and looks like a pretty darn nice day today as well.
0: Well, uh, and uneventful from that standpoint, I mean, you saw what happened last weekend in Ancaster and, and of course, Mm -hmm. in Wasaga Beach. Uh, As chair of the Police Services Board, I know that obviously you've had some concerns about what's going on in the community, especially last weekend. I understand that's an ongoing investigation, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, and they're uh, looking to try and find out uh, who the organizers are, which uh, I know is a bit of a difficult task because this is one of those, uh, you know, online internet, uh, you know, call-outs that uh, then, you know, gets broadcast and then everybody shows up with their uh, their hot rods or vehicles, their, their muscle cars, whatever it is. And so we uh, see the same thing happening uh, in Sabo Beach. And uh, the, the police are going to continue to investigate. The approach they took here in Ancaster was to, you know, break up, peacefully and quietly without racing through the streets, uh, the crowd, which uh, was done successfully. And then, uh, you know, spend time trying to find out who the organizers are so maximum fines can be uh, laid on them.
0: It's really a matter of perspective, I guess, in situations like this, uh, which dovetails nicely in what I wanted to ask you about about, uh, COVID-19 and uh, what we seem to be experiencing now with the second wave. Uh, Paul Johnson, of course, from your staff and Dr. Elizabeth Richardson, the uh, medical officer of health for this area, uh, are the ones who have been uh, looking after things and making sure that the proper protocols are in place. Uh, Are you frustrated at all when you see the numbers in Hamilton going up? Uh, Not dramatically, but they are going up a little more than we'd like to see them
1: uh well to be honest with you i'm not surprised so as we've as we've opened things up and as schools have opened up and people are interacting more through that process uh you're you're you know you could expect that uh, there's going to be additional cases so that's that's to be expected the bigger the bigger concern uh, you know going forward is going to be what happens in our hospitals and so far the the intakes into the hospitals is low in hamilton uh, as long as we uh, keep it that way, that uh, will indicate that we're managing the, uh, you know, the, the harm or potential harm of this, uh, this virus going forward. But, uh, you know, as, as things are opened up now and as uh, schools are active and kids are interacting with one another and they're go, going home to parents or, you know, more uh, restaurants are more active now than they were, uh, you know, two, three months ago, uh, you know, you can anticipate that uh, somehow, you know, this spread will happen in a, hopefully in a, a controlled and managed way. And so that's, that's the art of this is uh, we know it's going to happen. We know that there's going to be impact. We know that uh, wearing masks and washing hands and, and maintaining physical separation is very, very effective. And so as long as people continue to do that and we don't create a crisis in our hospital system, uh, we should be able to continue on with some of the measures that are out there. If not, and it gets uh, you know to the point where the cases are starting to escalate to the point where hospitalizations are starting to get overrun. Then uh, you know, then shutdowns of facilities and activities is, uh, is is on the horizon. And so it's in the hands of the public at large. Quite frankly, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep keep that physical separation going. Wear wear a mask as much as possible. It'll help you not only from the COVID perspective, but from influenza as well. And I'll, I'll you know add. Get your flu shot, because uh, this is going to be a year where the flu and uh, and the flu shot is going to be even more important. Uh,
0: what, do you, uh, what are your thoughts about what the Premier has done so far? I mean, obviously, he's been very vocal and very upset about the rising numbers on the uh, provincial level. He yep. made some moves, of course, uh, Mr. Mayor, over the last couple of days about actually putting some further restrictions on in other words, dialing it back a little bit. Uh our economy, the Ontario economy, and certainly the Hamilton economy, uh, is is just trying to to get back on its feet after the shutdown and a number mm-hmm. of other things, and I think a lot of trepidation on some people's parts as well. Uh, are you concerned that if the numbers continue to rise, that the that the premier may look and say, "Okay, let's let's go back to square one. Let's do the shutdown thing again." As you know, there was what? a letter from the Ontario Medical Association last uh, week to uh, to the premier suggesting he do just that.
1: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I give uh, the premier all, all the credit in the world, including the prime minister, in terms of the the kind of the, the managed way that they've tried to work through this process. And uh, you know what, we have to adjust and have to be flexible. And if things start to go south in terms of numbers of COVID cases, then uh, then changes have to be made. And I, I give the premier a full credit for. Making changes. And, you know, he, uh, as you know, uh, made the change for Ottawa, appeal in Toronto for restaurant closings and mm-hmm. and limits of 10 people or 25 outdoors. And, uh, and then quickly decided that uh, it's also equally a preventative measure right across the province. So no argument uh, in terms of what the premier has uh, decided to do. I can tell you that uh, our efforts to prevent cases from happening is critically important. Uh, what I hear from most small businesses that are you know, back up and running today, that if there's another, uh, another shutdown, another you know, event like we had in March, April, May, where everything is shut down, these businesses will, be, uh, will not survive. And so uh, we, uh, we uh, you know, the economy and our, our good work and our protection of our healthcare system and protection of one another is in the hands of each and every individual citizen out there doing what they were being asked to do, which is uh, maintaining your bubble of one group of 10, not three bubbles of th- three, three groups of 10, one and, uh, and, and, you know, practicing that physical separation and masking and hand washing. Uh, you know what? If we continue to do that, we're going to be fine. Uh, I, don't, I don't see right now a, a cause for alarm in the healthcare care system, although the numbers are increasing. There's every reason to keep those numbers down. And, uh, and if we do that, then, uh, then we should be able to continue our economy to, to the point that it's operating now. If it goes, again, as, as, if it goes south from there, I, I fully support the premier and the medical officers of health in, in, in Ottawa and in Toronto recommending, you know, additional changes to protect public health. It, it's, it, you know, it's, it's fundamental. Uh, we cannot get ourselves in a position where we're going to write off people because we can't look after them in our health care system. So let's not have that happen by make sure, making sure that we practice all the recommendations of our public health.
0: Mr. Mayor, let me ask you about testing. Uh, as you know, last yeah. year last week rather, the, the Premier made an announcement that we're going to start doing testing at pharmacies. Uh, we, he, he mentioned across the province, really, it's in the GTA and Ottawa area. Uh, we talked to uh, London Mayor Ed Holder about that last week, and he said he was going to petition the Premier to actually get some London pharmacies to do it. Now we find out that that's been granted. Uh, have you mm-hmm. uh, considered doing that for the Hamilton area? Because I know the testing has always been a concern here. Uh, it's, it's more information, more data, certainly.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know what? The speed of the, of the testing is really the critical part. And that really lies in the hands of the lab. So you can you can have, you know, 100 more testing sites. Uh, if you don't have the lab capacity to process those tests, then uh, you're no further ahead. You're just going to log jam, log jam the lab. So you know, e- equal to, you know, the desire to have more testing locations. And I, as I understood it, uh, the first phase of pharmacy testing was Toronto, Peel, Ottawa because of their high,
0: yeah.
1: high uh, density. And then the next phase was going to be, uh, you know, the rest of the province in terms of pharmacies being allowed to do this. Great idea, great opportunity to have more locations where people can get the tests. But again, uh, processing is the biggest issue, and you know the speed at which it happens is really critical for a lot of people, especially if they're running a business. Uh, you know, if you're if you're you know getting tested for COVID, uh, you essentially you know if you have a, a small business of four or five people, uh, all four of that people have to be isolated until such time as that testing is complete, and that virtually shuts the you know, shuts your business down. So the speed of getting that testing back to people. Uh, is going to be really, really helpful. Obviously, a negative test is is the optimum that that everybody wants. Uh, but if it's possible, quickly as well, so you can react quickly and the contract contact tracing can happen quickly uh, equally as well. So I would say um, you yeah, know, great idea to have more testing locations, but it also has to bolster and beef up the the lab capacity to actually process those tests or if if that doesn't happen, then uh, you're really no further ahead. so I understand that all the pharmacy tests will go to a different lab set up specifically for the pharmacy testing process. That's a really smart choice. And if they can beef that up, then uh, we can actually speed up that testing process, which, you know, I fully understand can be frustrating to people. I experienced it myself. When I have to get a, uh, you know, a COVID test, you're basically, and everyone around you is in limbo. Uh, you, you know, there's not much you can do. You need to, you know, isolate yourself. You need to You know, possibly isolate yourself for a couple of weeks if uh, if it takes that long. And if that test takes seven days, eight days, nine days to come back uh, and it comes up negative, then all of that time has been lost. So the, the quicker it happens, the better it is for our economy and for individuals in it.
0: Uh, quick email here, Kelly at 900chml.com for Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger, uh, from Ryan, uh, rather rambling email, sorry Ryan, but uh, I'll, I'll try to condense this for you. Basically, Mr. Mayor, it's about council conduct and uh, the concerns that have been raised by a number of citizens over the last little while about how uh, business is conducted during council meetings. I assume that means uh, the committee meetings as well, since a lot of these things are online right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting question on, you, on from you, uh, because for you rather, you've been around mm-hmm. for a long time, both as a city councillor and of course as mayor, so I mean you've seen a lot of councillors come and go, and you've seen a lot of different uh, styles, shall we say. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is, is this a problem with this council?
1: Um, uh, generally, I would say not. I mean, I think the, uh, you know, the amount of coverage and broadcasting against through social media certainly is different. Uh, You know, that's certainly not something that happened previously, Uh, you know, prior to the kind of the advent of social media, that there wasn't really all that much noise in the broader community. It was basically media stories through radio and television. Uh, Now everybody's a broadcaster and they all have their opinions. And so I I don't see this council as any better or any worse than any other council. Uh, If if you compare it to, you know, the debate that you see at uh, the federal and provincial level in the legislatures, uh, you know, we're, uh, as somebody said, uh, you know, we're, we're pristine. I mean, uh, debate tends to get passions, uh, you know, uplifted uh, on occasion. Uh, There are, you know, pushbacks on some of the social media comments that are happening out there. And some councillors take it upon themselves to, react to that. At the same time, I w- I've always led by example. Uh, not, I, I'm always respectful of our staff. I'm always respectful of the, uh, the the people that are delegating, whether they agree with me or not, or I, whether I agree with them. Uh, they have every right, as long as they remain respectful as well. And so uh, I would say uh, it's not any better or any worse than it's uh, ever been. But the coverage through uh, largely through social media and the opinions that are expressed on that coverage uh, is, is a lot more active and that certainly certainly elevates the issue uh, you know considerably based on just just additional time being spent talking about the very issue
0: one of the things I, I find frustrating as an observer on this whole situation though is uh, uh, you're absolutely right I mean some of the stuff that, that is posted on social media is insightful uh, some of it is, is worthy of commentary. Other stuff is just an, it's incendiary. I mean, they're trying to and, and mm-hmm. they're trying to get a rise out of people. And I think what, what I find frustrating when I see some of the reaction to this and the back and forth is uh, that the city councils are taking the bait. Uh, you know, yeah. in other words, they, they're jumping right in. You, you know, it, and I, I don't understand to to what end. I mean, you know, because the, you don't win in a situation like that. And you know, the old oh. adage, you know, don't don't get dragged into the mud with people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, unfortunately, there are occasions where where some some of, some counselors uh, you know get pulled into that, and some of some of them actually revel in it. So uh, you know, I, I'm uh, you know, and that's very disappointing to me. And I think people ought to do what you just said, which is you know, ignore this kind of high level of activity because the the I mean, every time I post something on social media, the the venom that comes back, whether you know whether it's a positive issue or a negative issue from <laughs> from individuals is can, can be very debilitating if you actually pay attention to it, and so uh, I've I've learned to uh, to broadcast on social media, use it to share information, but uh, not to receive because the receiving side uh, can you know can drive you crazy, quite frankly. And I hope that that counselors uh, put social media in the in the right context, which is uh, you know if you spend all your time on social media and you're listening to all the comments that are being made there, positive or negative, or, you know whether it's inflating someone's uh, you know abilities. Uh, you know, to a degree that uh, isn't rational, or or you know, downright negating you know the, the the good work of some of these counselors and dismissing them as being idiots or you know all the other you know inane words that you can find out there. Uh, you know, you need to really cancel out both of those. And you know, we're we're working we're working for the city of Hamilton. We're not working for individuals uh, that want to be angry. We're not working for individuals that want to you know overly praise. We're working to ensure that we're doing the right thing positive steps to improve our city and and the lives of the people that are in it uh, that's my perspective that's the the, the percept, perspective that i stay with i've always dismissed high praise which you know you know in some cases are are done just a just to you know get you get you to think about them uh, you know, or others in a positive way or that really over negative you know controversial downgrading degrading uh, messaging that you see on social media as well, which, uh, you know, is intended to get a rise out of people. Well, don't take the bait. You're hundred percent right. People should not take the bait. They should put it in the right category and, uh, and, you know, put out the, uh, you know, the good work that the city is doing. And you know what, uh, you know, certainly, certainly, uh, you know, understand that there's critics out there, but uh, those critics are going to be there whether you like it or not. And uh, if you focus all your time on that, then you're really going to have a difficult time getting a reasonable, positive perspective on how we continue to move forward.
0: Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger. Mr. Mayor, thanks as always for the time. Great talking with you again. Stay healthy and uh, we'll Great. talk soon. You bet, Bill. Thank you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.